Welcome to Let's Chat, the podcast where we cultivate space for intentional and authentic conversations in love. I am your host, Jay Nicole Turner, business owner, speaker, and life coach. And if you desire to chat about all things in life and in Christ, then maybe you need to hear this. So grab your journal and stay a while. Hey, 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 friend. I hope you have your journal because today we'll be chatting about journey with Christ. Three questions we'll be answering in today's session. One, how do I begin my journey with Christ? Two, how do I cultivate my relationship with Christ? And three, how do I begin my journey again with Christ? So friend, if you share the same questions, then let's chat. I believe that we all have had a person in our life who has introduced us to our faith. By our faith, I mean Christ. And so for me, that person was my grandmother. I remember being just a little girl getting dressed for church to attend Sunday school. I remember there were times where my grandmother would share stories about the Bible and I would just be in awe at all that she knew and all that she could see just by spending time with God. I can remember as if it was an hour ago that I would see her watching her Christian shows such as Joyce Meyer, Joe Osteen, T.D. Jakes, and a few others that I'm not really familiar with. And so I had experienced God as my healer at such a young age. Um, I'll share the story really quickly. Um... I was in Sunday school one Sunday. I really wanted to be in the sanctuary with my grandmother, but I knew I had to go to Sunday school. And they were playing the music really, really loud. And my ears started to bother me. I started screaming, crying, because at this point, it felt like my ear was on fire. Um, And there was a lady who guided me to the sanctuary to find my grandmother And people started surrounding us. I don't know how bad my ear was, but I remember somebody saying that I would have to go to the hospital. So as people started surrounding my grandmother and I, they began to pray. And as they started praying, y'all, the swelling went down and I no longer felt that, that pain that felt like fire. And after all this happened, a lady turned to my grandmother and expressed, keep her in church because she will do mighty things for the kingdom of heaven. Now, y'all, my little girl self didn't understand really what the kingdom of heaven was, but I knew I wanted to be a part of it after that. I went home um, and I ran to my window that was facing the playground (laughs) I opened it just to softly tell God that I loved him. Like I knew that I loved God and I wanted him in my life at such a young age. Going into my early teenage years, we joined a new church where I had experienced my first group of Christian friends. And of course, they were other teens. I had joined our dance ministry, participated in events and even experienced seeing Um, going to my first live opera 
Y'all, I began to learn about God for myself and it was such an amazing experience. And just a quick thought before I go on, even at this church, um, there was a youth leader who expressed to my grandmother that I was going to be the next Juanita Bynum's. That wasn't the first time I heard that, and it was not the last. I knew who she was. I just didn't understand what people really meant by it, because, of course, there's only one of her. But anyway, back to my journey. Um, Sundays were dedicated to God. Um, I remember whenever we were going to church, we didn't listen to secular music. We always had Sunday dinner. And you want to know something? That is... One, amongst the many other things that I really appreciate about my grandmother, this is one of the things. She has never forced religion on us. She's never forced Christianity on us. She's never forced us to have a relationship with God. Yes, we were going to church if we were with her. But looking back, I can see nothing was forced. She simply planted the seed. And I love that. I love that because so many times we get into um, spaces where we feel like we have to force our children to know God so that they can be saved, so that they can go to heaven, whatever. And she didn't do that. And I don't do that with my child because it wasn't something that was done to me. So I just really appreciate that about my grandmother. And it definitely helps me as I am a parent to a almost teenager. So back to the journey. So as things within our family begin to change, there was a time I ventured on my own to find a new church. And I remember going to church with a friend, with a friend. Um, of course that didn't work out. You know, we were young, whoop-de-woo. But my dad suggests that if my sister and I wanted to go back to church, that we should visit our family church. This wasn't a church that our family member owned. It was just a church that a few family members um, were members of. So that place was a learning experience for sure. Um, it was the first time that I had actually experienced church hurt and rejection within the church. Um, I was pregnant. I was 18. And I was not married. Y'all, this mother expressed to me that her child could no longer hang out with me because I was pregnant. And when I say I left church, I left church. (laughs) I was but hurt. And I believe that was in 2011. I became angry with God. I had distanced myself from him because church was just not the same. And I didn't understand why my grandmother had to move. I didn't understand why my family was going through the things that we were going through. But it was really hard for me to go to church again. Um, It wasn't until 2015 that I had gotten baptized. But before 2015, I would go to church here and there, but I never stayed long to become a member. I didn't find root anywhere on my own. Um, I didn't have a car, so, you know, it was also difficult because of that. But it wasn't until 2016 that I remember stepping foot inside of a church that became home. My first year, I was very quiet. I sat in the back. I didn't really communicate with a lot of people. You know, I was still trying to figure it out. 
And it wasn't until God told me to join the cleaning ministry that I started finding community. Joining the cleaning ministry was God's way of like, hey, we're going to meet. Like, I want to talk to you. We're going to meet. Um, it was literally my favorite ministry to ever volunteer in. Um, I did outreach, but nothing compared to the cleaning ministry. Um, it's a ministry that is looked over um, a lot. No one really wants to get their hands dirty. <laughs> um, some people, you know, just want to be seen and just want to be pastors and, you know, all that. Nothing's against it, but cleaning is something special to me. And so when God said clean, that's what I did. And he met me every single time. Um, so... Yeah, I was at this church for about five years. I grew so much. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about God. I gained family. And literally being there was exactly what I needed for the season that God had me in. And I am forever grateful for that place. Um, after leaving my church home... I was in a wilderness for a while. I was still going to church here and there. Um, it was at another church that I had been invited to, but I soon fell off. There was nothing wrong with the church. It was me. I was hurting. I was wounded. And I needed healing. And I desired healing more than I desired community. Um, so I isolated myself. I got alone with God and... I began therapy and after a while, an old friend of mine came with me to a church that I had wanted to start attending. I have now been at this church for over a year. Yes, I am a member. I served as a youth leader. I volunteered often. Um, and even now I'm finding more ways to volunteer. So I share my journey so that you know that everyone's journey to Christ and with Christ is different. I share my journey to encourage you that if you have experienced church hurt, keep leaning on God because he is with you and he is for you. And he will never hurt you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. I share my journey to, um, so that you know that you can begin again. You are not too far gone that you cannot come home. God will and still use you for his will. All right, so let's get into these questions. The first question is, how do I begin my journey with Christ? Well, friend, you have to first desire to know him for yourself. Know who he is for you and know who you are in him. Yes, I can tell you about Jesus Christ. Yes, such and so can tell you about God and such and so can tell you about the Holy Spirit and everything that God has done for them. But you have to desire to know him for yourself. And then... 
You must invite Christ into your life and into your heart, which means accepting salvation. It's not just praying the prayer of salvation and saying, yes, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, but it's actually knowing Jesus' story. Knowing why God gave his only begotten son to the world. And then you have to believe in your heart that this story is true and confess with your mouth that this story is true. And then lastly, to begin your journey with Christ, find a church home so that you can get rooted in God's word, so that you can receive instruction from God through your pastor And then so you can embrace community because we cannot journey with Christ alone. We need to be around Christ-like people, like-minded people. I didn't say perfect people, but Christ-like and like-minded people. The second question is, how do I cultivate my relationship with Christ? So friend, there are four things that you can do to cultivate your relationship with Christ. One, read your Bible daily. And when you read your Bible daily, you can see the way that God will communicate with you. Because one of the ways he communicates is, of course, through his word. And then you also learn about God through his word, right? Secondly, you must pray daily. Prayer is how we communicate with God. And when we are consistent in communicating with God, it builds a level of security. Of course, he already knows you, but you'll know him on a deeper level, right? Third, invite him in every day. Invite him into your heart every day. Invite him into your circumstances every day. Invite him into your next decision every day. We must invite him in. Because when we are in relationship with God and we allow God to be God in our life, our life is no longer our own life, but we live our life for him, right? To bring him glory to bring him honor and to bring him praise wow to bring him glory honor and praise all right so lastly go on dates to make your relationship personal for you i like to call my dates with god um abba pa and me I picked up that name from my grandfather. I mean, we know that Abba means father. But me and my grandfather, we would use, uh, we used to watch the Andy Griffith show together. And um, Andy's son would call him Pa. Y'all, their relationship was the cutest. I admire Andy so much for just not being the man he was in the show, but the father he was in that show. Like, and to hear his son called him Pa it was like you knew their relationship was a great relationship. It was personal. It was good, you know. Um, and I, I just loved it, you know. So for for me, I began to call God my Abba Pa. 
So cultivating your relationship with Christ is personal. So make it personal. It's not going to look like the next person. It shouldn't look like the next person. You know, it's personal for you. The last question is, how do I begin my journey again with Christ? Friend, you must humble yourself and pray for forgiveness. You have to. You must. Oftentimes, we become distant from God because of our sin and disobedience. It's easy to say, oh, God is distant from me. No, we are actually distant from him. We distance ourselves from God um, because we're unfaithful. God remains faithful. So yes, first humble yourself, pray and ask for forgiveness. Then you must submit every area to your life, um, every area of your life to God. And yeah, you've done it before, but you got to do it again. And sometimes you got to do it every day. Um, But he wants to know that he can come in and take control of every area of your life. He wants to know that you can trust him again when you begin your journey with him again. Um, And then you want to turn away, turn away from what put the distance between you and Christ in the first place. Turn away from the sin, push yourself past um, the disobedient to be obedient. And then lastly, begin to desire him again. Read your Bible again. Pray again. Invite him in every day again. And go on dates again. That's how you cultivate your relationship again. By doing what you used to do, right? But be intentional. Be consistent. We are not perfect, but by being consistent and intentional, we go a long way in our relationship with Christ. It becomes steady, right? If you are someone who is looking to be consistent and intentional in your relationship with Christ, I want you to join us on the Abide in Christ 7-Day Challenge. It begins February 1st and ends February 7th. Um, When you join this challenge, you will receive an email each day with an action item, resources, a guided prayer, and a reflection question. To join this challenge, um, a link will become available through my link tree, which can be found on my Instagram at Turner. Um, You can also DM me for this link, but the link will not be available until January 30th. Now, for our women who no longer want to do life alone, who desire to build friendships, find community, and gain their tribe, who want to simply go deeper with God, bring him glory, and bless others, and be sanctified in the process. You know, for the women who want their life to be a reflection of God and want to abide in Christ every day, um, yes, you're content, but you know that you are created for more. If that's you, then join us in the dwelling community where we intentionally do life with one another. We pray, we support and encourage one another in our walk with the Lord and in life. You can join this community by visiting our website at abidingheresc.co. 
click on our menu, scroll to the dwelling community, and request to join. So there is a quote that reads, your relationship with God should be an inspiration to others. And that is from an unknown person. Friend, when people see you, do they see Christ in you? When people speak to you, do they feel the presence of God in and through you? Do they see the hand of God on your life? When you serve, do they know who you serve? Our relationship with God should be an inspiration to others. It is not a place where we compete, we compare, we decide who knows God more, who looks better knowing God, who's actually changed because of their relationship with God. It is not about that. It is not this aesthetically pleasing place on social media. It is personal and it should be an inspiration to others. Others should want to know our Heavenly Father. They should want to know the God that we serve. They should want to know the gospel. They should want to know salvation and how it is available to them. I pray that this session encouraged, inspired, and empowered you to journey with Christ. And as you journey with Christ, make it personal. Because your journey is your journey. And as you share your relationship with God, may it be inspiring to others. May it draw others near God. Well, friend, that is a wrap for today. I am so honored that you chose to stick around. If you are enjoying our Let's Chat sessions, be sure to leave a review and share with your circle. And friend, if at any point you want to connect, please visit our website at abidingherecc.co. Blessings.